Major Spoilers theme song. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Pod on on the air. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod pod podcast. I'm Matthew Rodrigo, and I'm Stephen. You're listening to the Major Spoilers podcast. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Hey everyone, welcome to Major Spoilers, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I I say that because this week we've got our Major Spoilers Critical Hit Nerdtacular edition for you. And so we've got myself, Rodrigo, we've got uh, Rob and D&D Brian, and we've got Rules Man Alex here. And we are in Salt Lake City, Utah... Yeah, wave everybody. Say hi. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it works. You. It's audio. Um. We are in Salt Lake City this weekend talking Nerdtacular 2011. The event just concluded today. And um, we're just sitting here in the lobby of our hotel. And we thought we'd have a chat about that. And also, we went to go see Green Lantern. So we're going to talk Green Lantern in a little bit. Um, first of all, Rodrigo. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. Excellent. It is late at night, but uh, we had a long day... At the Nerdtacular 2011, put on by the Frog Pants Network, and mm-hmm. sponsored by a lot of people, including major spoilers. Tell us about your day. How was it? It was it was pretty interesting. This is the first convention type thing really that I've gone to, um, and I was it's it's kind of probably the reason is because I was one of the people actually involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because otherwise I don't really ever make it to conventions. Right. right. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of real, real interesting people. Got to meet fans of Major Spoilers and Critical Hit. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was pretty great. It's, it's nice to meet those people in person, uh, just, just to make sure that they're not actually all my mother sending us <laughs> emails from different IP addresses. Yeah. I should point out if you're hearing a little noises or the sound is a little bit different, we're recording on a Zoom H4 or H2. I forget which one this is. H4. But like I said, this is one of those times where we just plop the, uh, the unit right down in the middle of the table and record whatever happens. Mm. So it's one of those times. This is one of those times where we do everything that we say. Don't do this. Right. Ah, <laughs> 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 Terminator. <laughs> Don't split the party. So, uh, Rob, what do you think? I. <laughs> I had a fantastic day. Yeah. Uh, it's what? 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 We had a, several different panels today. We mm-hmm. had a, a general podcasters panel, which I sat on with a bunch of other podcasters. Then we had a Nerdtacular trivia game, which I also sat on. Our team lost, by the mm. way. By one by point. One by point. It, was point. Close. it was the closest yeah. game ever of anything. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. Uh, then we had a, a gamer podcast where we had some industry people come in and talk about just trends in the industry and those kinds of things. It wasn't just video, video games. It wasn't video games. On the schedule, it said video game <laughs> something or other. Panel. Probably, but it said video games. And then, uh, then we got to see a live recording of Film Sack. That's mm-hmm. the uh, Frog Pants uh, where they go in and then review a movie. This week it was Tremors. And then we had the what is it? Spazapalooza, the uh, <laughs> Gift Apocalypse. Yeah, the yeah. Prize Apocalypse, <laughs> where they gave away a crap. Gift Mageddon. None of us won anything. Prize Apocalypse. Prize Apocalypse was the one that was actually what it was named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what did you like the most out of the day? Oh. Actually, the uh, Nerdtacular uh, game show. Yeah, what was mm. good about that? Seeing me lose? 
<laughs> see my team lose. Again, you put up a fair fight. Uh, but you know, you know, I, I know, yeah. I know, we only lost by one point. But come on, we had a French guy on our, on our team. So. Yeah, and you, a French guy who knew more than <laughs> yeah, any other. He actually did. Patrick Be- Be- Beja uh, was on the uh, was on our team, and he actually. A couple of times he said, no, I think we should do it this way. And and myself and Tom Merritt and Scott were like, no, we're going to do it this way. And oh, well. Patrick was right. Yep. So what was good about that? I don't know. The trivia was actually interesting. I liked the different styles of questions. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a couple of the uh, things that could just be a silly, uh, just fun game to do without. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think my favorite one was the uh, movie poster. Yes. Yeah, that was really mm-hmm. cool. And so the movie poster game was Brian Ibbett, who was the host, uh, would put up uh, you know the the your team your captain would put a blindfold on, and then Brian would show us a movie poster, and we couldn't use any of the words on the poster, any of the words, uh, to describe that movie. And then the person with the mask on, we could only use one word. Each of us would go and pick one word, and then the uh, captain would have to guess what the name of the movie was. I think we did okay. We got some easy ones. We yep. had bucket list. And uh, we had Iron Man on our mm-hmm. t- on yeah. ours, mm-hmm. and Crash. which one? oh Crash. Crash Crash yeah. So I think we got three points out of, on that yeah. on that yeah. round. We yeah. missed uh, got three, and they got two. We missed, missed Bucket List and No Country, country, for, country, for, old, no old country for Old Men. That was the tough right. one. Was I was bad. I was really like I was really hoping one of you would just say Friendo because I think then well I was getting ready to say Cohen, but I couldn't remember if the Cohen brothers did that movie or not. And yes. I was like, oh, I think this is a Coen Brothers, and I... Mm-hmm. And if I, if yeah, I, if but, I just said but Coen. Just, but going by the clues, though, they would have gri- they would have guessed True Grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, because somebody said, said Lawman. Yeah, Lawman, I said Gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was... Um, war? Yeah, War no, or something. No, it, was, it was something like that. But crazy? yeah, it, that's what, yeah, as soon as, crazy. Was like yeah, as, soon as we something. hit all three of those, uh, I knew that it was going to be... True get was was what yeah, Scott yeah, was thinking. Kids. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah, you? Uh, what about you, Brian? D and D Brian, not to be confused with Scroll Brian. <laughs> yes. Or, or, or any of the twenty other, other Brians and Johns that we met today, <laughs> and the other ones it in the is, audience as yeah. well. Yes. It is a common name. I'd say. I don't know. The, the the quiz was very entertaining, but I, I, I do like the film sack. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, that's I, one of your favorite shows, right? Yes. After <laughs> Critical Hit and Major Spoilers, of course. Right? He doesn't but, listen to the shows that he's actually in. No. <laughs> which is which is the opposite of me. I only listen to the shows that I'm in. <laughs> Rodrigo loves the sound of his own voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is why I talk to Alex. Exactly. <laughs> well, and speaking of, and, and we were glad to have Alex. Alex was in Arizona and drove up for the uh, for the trip. Alex, what did you like? I really liked talking to the different people there, um, both the fans of our podcasts as well as just random people there that were doing, um, you know, their shows or whatever. Um, we actually had a had a fun conversation with uh, one of the photographers there, mm-hmm. um, who was actually apparently a real big uh, fan of Critical Hit. Yeah, and, yeah, yes. uh, yeah. She. You know, it's like, man, I wish I would have thought of some questions and everything to ask you guys, but now I can't think of anything other than, oh, wow, it's great to meet you guys. Right, right. It's right. awesome. Yes, yeah, so I say beyond the panels, just talking with the fans, people that enjoyed our, <laughs> that enjoy what we do, and we're happy to tell us that that, that was just great. Yeah, I really enjoyed meeting all, all the fans, everybody who came up and said hello and said, we listen to the show, we like the show, keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. 
you know, Les Matthew is always good. No. <laughs> oh, no. And, and it's kind of bad because I know a lot of people wanted to see Matthew at the show, but he yes. just he just couldn't make it work, and, and mm-hmm. other things just kept him from uh, flying and, and traveling out here or driving, uh, as Brian and Rob did. Um, but it was it was sad to not to have Matthew here because I think he mm-hmm. would have got a big kick out of it. And, oh, yeah. You know, I get me emails all the time saying, hey, this is what's great or this is what's not so great. And, you know, the, you guys keep up the good work and all that stuff. But, I mean, this is the first time that you guys have had some people come up to you and just like, oh, Rob, I, why did they have to kill Smith? Oh, when are they going to bring Smith back? I actually got that question like two or three did times. Did you? <laughs> really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the inter- most interesting one, we met a guy named Ray, and he um, he wanted us all to sign his player's handbook. He had, mm-hmm. he had yeah. been out of, he'd played, I guess, uh, D&D and then AD&D when he was younger, and then got out of that, and then he started listening to Critical Hit, and he got into fourth edition, and he's like, oh, I want you to sign my, my player's handbook. And I was like, okay, okay well, you know, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of cool. I thought that was the most interesting one, and, and he was really excited to meet everybody, and just everybody asking us, can you sign this or can you mm-hmm. sign that? You know, that was kind of the thing going around trying to get everybody, not just Critical Hit, but everybody that's involved with Frog Pants Productions mm-hmm. to go and um, and sign uh, mouse pads, the, the the swag bag kind of stuff and, and, yeah. and other things. So yeah. um, so that was nerdtacular. Anything mm-hmm. else that you guys want to want to think? I mean, I thought it was a good day. It was a long day. It was, it was very, very it was, satisfying. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was a very long well, day. Fairly poop now, but... D- despite temptations, I didn't climb anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were some some opportunities. Mo- yes. Most of us were on our on, on our best behavior, I oh, would really? say. Uh, oh yeah, it was oh, better okay. behavior. Brian and Matt didn't bicker most of the day. Well, that yeah. was surprising. It was amazing. Um, I should also point out that we all got in here, except for Alex, came in uh, late yesterday night. Um, but the rest of us had a, got here a full day early, and so mm-hmm. what did we do, Rodrigo? We went basically went around Salt Lake City to all the comic shops and game shops that we could hit. And you know what? Along with a couple of toy stores. <laughs> yeah, yes. and I mean, what better thing to do if you're a bunch of comic book and gaming gaming fans? I mm-hmm. mean, so what were your uh, what were your favorite stores that we that we went to? Do you guys remember? Ah, uh, Game Haven was cool, and we'll probably yes. actually be going back tomorrow so as I can actually spend money Ooh. now that I have it. Now that's beyond our pay day, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what I liked about Game Haven was they had a really nice selection of Dungeons & Dragons stuff, and they yes. still had a lot of miniatures mm-hmm. that you really couldn't find, including some... They had that giant Orcus one, and I was begging Rodrigo, can we please fight Orcus so we have a reason to buy this? <laughs> um, I told you, he'd make a good... good Grumish. Yeah, yeah, it really would. Um, I uh, we went to um, on the comic book side. We went to Night Flight or Flight Light. I forget Night, which, Night, uh, Night, Flight. Flight. Night Flight Comics, which has been around in uh, Salt Lake City for twenty four years. Uh, we didn't go to the main location, but we went to the one. I don't even know where it was at, but we went to the smaller location, the satellite location, and that was a pretty cool store. I like how yes, it was yeah, laid out. It was I really like, well stocked. They had like, a great they stock had of tons of, of stuff, not just books and and but all sorts of genres. They had manga. They had um, uh, European, some European comics. Mm-hmm. They had just you know the regular collection that you'd find, and then they had a good selection of merchandise too. They had uh, t-shirts and hoodies and. Little gigas and it was it was pretty cool. And the other one we went to was Doctor Volts, yes, which uh, Scott Johnson had recommended that we go check out, and I liked it too. I thought I liked mm-hmm. their layout of their store. I like the uh, um, I like the selection of stuff that they had. They had some older stuff, and I think at every stop we went to, we picked up at least something. Yeah. Now we didn't get to pick up the uh, the new uh, 
Magic the Gathering set. The Commander. Because, uh, <laughs> now listeners, tell me if, if Rob did the right thing or didn't do the right thing. <laughs> so the set wasn't supposed to be sold until Friday. And we just happened to be in the store when the UPS man was dropping off the, the sets. And we were at another place. Well, I won't mention his name because I didn't care for it very much. Um, but the guy was like, you cannot buy this until Thursday or until Friday. No exceptions. And I guess that's the rule right? yeah. because yeah, it's released no, I, on Friday. What he was doing was right. Yeah, yeah. And so then we were at Game Haven and Rob was like, uh, can I uh, can I buy that? And the guy was like, yeah. And then Rob was like, oh, because the guy at the other store wouldn't let me buy it until Friday. And the guy's like, oh, let me check. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can't sell this to you until Friday. So he missed out on getting this set. Yep, he was had that, it. He had it in his hands. Did he have it in his hands? <laughs> yeah, he had like yeah. picked it up. Was like, so can I buy this now? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, let me check. Nope. Grab. I checked like two or three times. It's just kind of a. I know I'm not supposed to be able to get this today. I'm going to hint at them until they tell me no. I'm not supposed to be able to buy this right now, unless they say get out of my store and throw it at you. And then I would have happily taken it because I got it for free. Well, you know, you were honest, and I guess that's that's the good thing there. But uh, it, well, you missed out on an opportunity. I would hate. I hate other people who end up doing that at larger retail stores, like yeah, Walmart yeah, yeah. and Hastings, where yeah, they yeah. don't follow the street date. And or so, even worse, where the employees ransack the boxes. Well, and, and I think I think themselves. I think that's what it is. And we're not saying that all WalMarts and all Hastings do that. I'm saying all WalMarts that I've been to do that. I, I'm <laughs> saying that does kind of happen around, especially when the chain is so big that the you know the you can't keep a, you can't keep track of all the employees and all the stock at the same time. Right, 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 right. So uh, I that had facilitates fun. it. I had fun. Now, one of the things that I did was I rented a, a convertible mm-hmm. uh, so that we could drive around, <laughs> and it was such a nice day. I mean, let's put the top down, but you know, got this thinning hair thing going on. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let me put on a hat. Right. And then, uh, so I turned it around backwards, and then about the end of the day, I was like, oh, my nose feels a little tender. And then I looked in the mirror, and it's like, yep, I've got a sunburn. And I'm like, oh, no, let me take off my hat. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I've just got this nice white Basically mid-forehead. It just turns white. Imagine somebody put on a, uh, you put on a skull cap. And Mm -hmm. you know how skull caps look all pasty white. So it's pasty white on top. And then nice red sunburn on uh, all the way down. So. Yep. But I had fun. That was a lot of fun driving around Salt Lake City. Yes. It's surprising to see the mountains. I think this is a beautiful area out here. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and we, uh, I, I just had a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of fun to see what other shops were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about Nerdtacular or Wednesday excursions you guys wanted to drop in? Did you have a favorite store, Rodrigo? Did I have a favorite? I thought Game Haven was probably the... It, it just seemed like it did, like like it was specific to gaming, but still had other stuff going. It, it, it just seemed to have the best balance of kind of space and stock and mm-hmm. friendly people. Yeah, those guys were really yeah. Those guys friendly. actually yeah. were really friendly. Yes. Mm-hmm. The other place that I won't mention, the guy was like, "Can I help you?" Yeah, he kind of popped up from behind the counter too. Like there was no one in there, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: is like all the counters had magic cards in them, so they were clear glass yeah, counters yeah, yeah. that you could see you all the way to this. the other yeah, side. Yeah. And somehow you still managed to pop up from behind <laughs> it. <laughs> so uh, after Nerdtacular, one of my things, um, my goals this summer is I've got Fridays off, mm-hmm. and so my goal is to try and go and see every major release on Friday. So far, I've been doing it. And I was afraid mm-hmm. that at Nerdtacular, I wouldn't be able to go see Green Lantern because Green Lantern opened today nationwide, June seventeenth. Right. 
And I forced these guys to go watch Green Lantern. <laughs> no. Really had to twist our You know, it was really... But a, okay, so here's, here's a lead-in. Um, every major reviewer has crapped all over this movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you go over to Rotten Tomatoes, at least to, uh, this morning when we looked, Rotten Tomatoes had a, a freshness rating of 20%. Yikes. Which is low. I mean, that's like... Yeah. Uh, uh, Skyline, for example, mm-hmm. only had like a 24%. Rating right. Uh, so this was not boding well for Green Lantern. Pirates had it thirty-three when I checked before I went to that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. On Stranger Tides. All yeah, right. So we went and saw Green Lantern at this nice theater, huge uh, screen, which I thought was really nice. The mm-hmm. sound was nice, which is so much better than the theater that we have in Hayes, <laughs> yes. which inevitably will crap out or they'll mm-hmm. screw something up or have crappy audio. Nothing against the manager because I know him personally, but my God, that theater is falling apart. And they're mm-hmm. not getting support for it. We saw it in 2D. We yes. did see it in 2D. That was my my big thing. Is if yep. it's offered in 3D, we're not seeing it. I don't care if it's you know we had the option of seeing it at an earlier time or a later time, and I think we all agreed that we weren't going to see it in 3D. Yeah. Now, do you think that after we saw that, do you think 3D would have been a benefit or a hindrance <laughs> to that? I, I neither would, really. Yeah, that's largely how I feel. It's just not that big of a thing to pay the extra money for in general. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that this one was not filmed in 3D really kind of... Right. Well, I made a point of asking the girl when we were buying the tickets, because I've been doing this kind of lately, because it seems to be a trend that uh, moviegoers are not going to the 3D shows because yeah. of the mm-hmm. expense. Not just not because of the glasses and the 3D yeah. fakery or whatever that they're doing, but just because it's so expensive. And I asked the girl, and she's like, kind of hemmed and hawed, but she's like, yeah, it's... It's doing okay, <laughs> but you know yeah. the 2Ds were obviously selling out a lot more. So yeah, okay, it was a pretty busy theater at that. I mean, it was yeah, yeah, yeah it was a huge, yeah. huge complex, huge megaplex, uh, mm-hmm. really reserved like seating. Theater. Yeah, oh, I've never been to a theater where you had reserved seating like that. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was nice. Um, okay, so Green Lantern, starring uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively as uh, Carol Ferris, who. I thought was a nice little touch. Her helmet, her yeah, code with name the star was Sapphire. sapphire. Yep. Had the I thought sapphire was great. The other side. I thought that was awesome. Um, Only see it like once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's and of course they mentioned a ghost saw a sapphire, go sapphire. Um, okay, I'm just gonna say I really enjoyed the heck out of that movie. I don't I don't understand what people are so upset about. It was it was a Green Lantern it movie. Was, like it was solid. Yeah, it, it was, was basically first awesome. flight. It was. It really was. I mean, here you have. Okay, so they told everything that you needed to know in a Green Lantern movie. You had the death of his father, which mm-hmm. is very important in the story. You got mm-hmm. to see his rest of his family, who even in the comic books have issues with him being reckless, the, reckless and endangering his lives. You see his relationship with Carol Ferris. You see the introduction of Hector Hammond, and you get to see the introduction of uh, the Parallax entity, which I'm not a big fan. I've never been a big fan of the Parallax right. entity, uh, but just boom, 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 boom. It is, uh, yes, it's filled with a lot of tropes, right? Yeah. A lot of the sure, superhero sure, things sure. that you're going to see, but it's based on a freaking comic book. What right. do you expect? Yeah. From the yeah. Silver Age, no less. Yeah, and it was, I just thought that they followed, the story was solid. I thought the, the plotting and the pacing was well done. I did I did feel the pacing was a little slow. Really? At, yeah. Like, like when? Yeah. And I, this is spoilers, so major spoilers, so. Sure. It's, uh, you know, he goes and he gets the ring and then he plays around with the ring. Then he goes to Oa. Then he's like, oh, I don't want to be in Oa. Then he goes back. There's actually yes. a surprisingly small amount of action, which sometimes, you know, for a first movie, which clearly this is going to be. They were setting up. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, obviously, oh, yeah. they set it up for a sequel. 
Um, uh, you know, it's it, it's more or less the same complaint I had right, about right, right. Iron Man, mm-hmm. except that I kind of liked the the whole Iron Man setup a little better. Yeah. Right, but right, right. This movie. W- Really hit every point that it I wanted did. it. It did, and yeah. it, and I thought it followed. I thought it f- followed story very well. I mm-hmm. mean, it just if you know Green Lantern, and I'm not a big expert on Green Lantern, but I mean, if you've read, if you've seen First Flight, if you've read Emerald Dawn, if you've read Rebirth, mm-hmm. if you've read um, uh, the Parallax Saga, right? All that all that stuff is there, mm-hmm. and it's not like they were totally the only. You know, they weren't totally skewing from. The continuity of the character right. over time. Right. I mean, they really weren't. I mean, how can you? I mean, Hal Jordan is a flight, you know, a pilot. He gets the ring. He becomes a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues. Fighty right. fighty ensues. Right. What else do you learn? Learns want? a valuable lesson yeah. about uh, courage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cowardly dog. <laughs> 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 now, I was, I was really watching to try and figure out why everybody had been decrying it the entire time. Just it was paying more attention to how the movie was done or whatnot, and I really don't know why people are complaining that much. I, well, like here's here's why people are complaining, or here's why I think the critics are, critics are complaining. The last big DC movie that came out based on a comic book was what? Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah. And the Dark Knight was not a punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty mm-hmm. comic booky movie. It right. was a godfathery. Yep. Movie, cerebral, cerebral thinking movie thing. with somebody dressed up as Batman. Right, right. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I really think that this is why these people are don't get it. Mm-hmm. And and it's really reviewers. Now, I, um, earlier today, now I haven't checked at the time of this recording what the overall impression from spoilerites were, but when I looked at a noontime before the battery on my cell phone died, everybody that had posted up on the talkback had had favorable reviews. Some people mm-hmm. were saying it's a B movie. Other people were saying it's it's what they expected. Um, before we went into the movie, we were eating um, uh, dinner, and I asked the girl behind the counter, and she's like, oh, what are you going to go see? And I said, Green Lantern. She's like, oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And I and uh, she's like, yeah, I saw it last night. You're going to enjoy it. And I was like, well, you know, what can I expect? And she's like, it's not going to be anything like you expect. <laughs> And yeah, she didn't get that one right. <laughs> well, but you know, to be honest, I mean, we've seen some some stuff up on the on the website, and we've seen trailers, and we've seen stuff. You know, the first trailer that came out really kind of concerned me because it made it look like it was going to be a comedy. Right? Was yeah. this a comedy, Brian? I think it tried to be. Really? Uh, yeah. Really, to me, the humor fell flat most of the time. Uh, I think I'm probably going to be largely a voice of dissension here. I didn't quite enjoy it that much. I not, how come? I thought it was okay. You're wrong, sir, by the way, but how come? <laughs> yeah, horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> was it because you didn't have enough to eat before we went? <laughs> no, not so much. Still hasn't been able to eat at uh, Chipotle. Oh, man. Well, then you guys got tomorrow. So why didn't you like it, really? Seriously. Well, I do kind of feel I tried to do a bit too much with it and all. I like mm-hmm. say largely, I don't know, I don't think it helped that I did see Thor before this and... Was kind of going very much on the same themes of the now, whole. Did you cosmic. like Thor? Yes, I, okay. I very much enjoyed Thor. I thought, I mean, just again, I thought there was a lot better balance between the stuff on superhero Earth. stuff. Yes, and yeah, personal and stuff, cosmic big stuff. Yes, where in here just that, yeah, just the OA stuff kind of felt out of place to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, yeah, and it, I don't know, and I mean, there's also just a lot of little things that just yeah. kind of 
I had a problem with that added up to not quite liking as much as I should. I don't think it's as bad as a 20% rating on Rotten Tomatoes would suggest. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, like, with uh, Sinistro and oh, Abin no. Sewer okay. and Ryan Reynolds' body and his mask, it, I was really having some uh, uncanny okay. valley well, we'll, we'll issues talk about there. That. Let's talk about that in just a minute. Let's get Alex's overall reaction to the, to um, the movie. My biggest thing with Thor was that uh, I really didn't like the romance aspect of it. Like, yes. it just didn't feel real to me at all. Right. And that's something I liked better about the, this movie is that I felt the romance evolved naturally and it felt real. I mean, they had a connection. I mean, he saved her life. They had a history. And, and they had a history. Yeah, like, right it, it didn't feel like they're just like, it didn't hello. Come out of nowhere. Yeah. You're, you're somebody who's of the opposite sex. Obviously, I'm going to be romantically attracted right, to Right, right, right. And she's the only, you know, yeah. real female character, other female, really the only female character in the movie, right? That, that has any. There is, yeah, there is some like fish. Amanda Waller. Yeah. Oh, Commander Waller. That's something I will say I this. To talk about. You cannot ever do Hollywood. You can never do Amanda Waller without CC Pounder. You yes. can, I mean, I just. People had said, oh, that's Amanda Waller. It's like, no way. They would not have given up the best person to ever portray that character and give it to uh, Angela or um, who was that? Um, Oh, Um. crap. Who played her? Do you guys remember? Uh, Angela Bassett? Was it was it Angela Bassett? I forget. Somebody's going to look it it up. Okay. Anyway, I I was disappointed in that in that casting of Amanda Waller. Yeah, so was I, uh, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of bizarre, and it was just one of those great little comic nods to those, yeah. you know, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> now, I, mean, I just thought it was bizarre okay. having her in a Green Lantern movie What was really things. great about Nerdtacular is, you know, you would think when you say Nerdtacular and you talk video games and you talk, you know, the stuff that we do in the, the Frog Pants Network, that was going to be majority of men. There was mm-hmm. a good balance of both men and women at Nerdtacular. Mm-hmm. In fact, when it came time for, for uh, the Price Apocalypse. Um, there were a lot of girls that that won prizes. Right. I would say that there were more girls that won than boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were coming out of the movie theater, there were two girls in front of us jabbering on about something, getting really excited in their conversation. And uh, I was not, you know, it's not it's rude to listen into other people's conversation. So I wasn't paying attention. Right. I was thinking about let's get back to the hotel and why can't we have CCH Pounder be Amanda Waller? Right. <laughs> and then I turned to you guys. <laughs> And I turned to you guys after she got the girls got in the car. I was like, "What were they talking about?" It's like I just caught them mentioning something about the thing about the Cadmus project is, and I was like, "Whoa!" They, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. They like totally got, <laughs> right. they totally got what Cad- Cadmus was, and they totally even though Cadmus was never mentioned, like, right, 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 these, right. these yeah. girls were actually aware of, of, no of project Cadmus or DNA aliens. Yeah, or yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Genomes. <laughs> and it seemed like everybody that was coming out while we were standing around, you know, waiting to all go out to the car together, it seemed like the response that I saw on people's faces was very positive. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't see very a lot of people, excited, I didn't very... see anybody come out going, that was the worst movie. In, in fact, even the old people behind Alex and I who wouldn't shut up during the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, you know, oh, they seemed to... Oh, that Green Lantern! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting into trouble! <laughs> they seemed to like, they seemed to enjoy it. So, I mean... Uh, Let's talk um, special effects because that was you know the the last report was that uh, Warner Brothers dumped an additional ten million dollars into the movie in the final weeks before it was released to enhance the the special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already reported that this is a three hundred million dollar movie. Okay, it, I think it really shows. I mean, the special effects were pretty impressive. But to 
a point. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were complaining about the, the Green Lantern suit. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you see it in action... You know, with the way that the energy is flowing along the lines. That that was really cool. I I really like that. It was still just the combination of his live action head on the CGI body. Yeah, that was was the only... And and actually, the other thing is that the mask itself is also CG, Mm -hmm. which then kind of uncanny validified his eyes, like the expressions in his eyes. around the eye that made his eyes look sunken in. They also made his pupils different. Not pupils. Or the iris. The iris white. White. They made the iris white whenever he was actually in action. Which yeah, yeah. The issue I, is that actually sometimes it did look blue. Yeah, yeah it yeah. did look blue because that's his natural eye color. They mm-hmm. didn't quite get it colored right, I guess. Well, but brown I, was his natural when then he had Domino. Yeah, yeah, blue. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I guess I didn't. Did you guys like the collar? Did the collar bother you the, on that? The collar that was a costume? little weird a couple times. Like it just looked like it was kind of wrapped yeah, yeah, yeah. to his neck. And I guess it's because you know this is supposed to be a, a skin tight costume, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's that. And I I hated the mask. Like right around for me, it was right around like the temple area. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it just kept stretching wider and wider, and I was just like, yeah, that's what the, I thought that it was. That sometimes it was getting wider, and sometimes skin. it was yeah. getting getting yeah. it, smaller. It just. It, it just Every time he turned his head, the collar and yeah, also that's, the, I think the collar really the kind of threw it off. Really messed it up. And then um, I didn't the the most obvious part where you could tell there was a a disconnect between the CG and the live action was the flying sequence on Oa mm-hmm. because it was just like let's paste this head yeah. on top of CG everything. Yep. Yeah. And, and actually, that was kind of an issue for me at the very beginning because we start out in some other planet right, as, right, right. as like parallax is released. And then eventually we get back to a hot check on Earth. Yeah. But the whole first part of the movie is uh, computer generated. Right. And it, you know, you can tell that it's CG. The, the mm-hmm. yeah, critters yeah, yeah. move like it's CG. Right. You know, you can say whatever you want. You know, maybe certain people didn't notice in Spider-Man where, you know, he's bouncing across the rooftops. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes <laughs> his, his totally elbows CG. bend in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I can, and mm-hmm. and all of those. So when we get back to Earth, it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah. this this is not an episode of Naughty. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this was a definitely better than Naughty. I think. Crappy, crappy BBC programming. Um, <laughs> overall, I thought. I mean, some of the people were complaining about the constructs that that Hal Jordan whips up. Oh, that's so childish and so silly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's fit into the story. They, yeah. they hang a lampshade on it, and that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, say, so just the, the only problems I had with the construct is just getting into personal taste of him, like actually making guns that fire bullets or flamethrowers. Which the flame if it would have been green flame, weird. I would have not a problem with yeah. it. I was uh, fine with it. I, it just I, was, I was fine. I was kind of fine with it too. Uh, I was also like the way he was building stuff felt, and this is probably just nitpicky, just a little bit too quick uh, for his not experience. Not quick. Uh, felt more like John Stewart than yeah, Hal yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah, since yeah. John's supposed to be the Mechanic. architect. The yeah. right. he builds it from the inside out, piece by piece. Yeah, and Hal's supposed to be the you know throw <laughs> the punching guy or throw yeah. <laughs> Sure. Giant boxing glove. The, the thing is, though, they also have to go with the coolest thing, and you will notice that John Stewart was not in this movie. Neither the Green Lantern nor <laughs> the comedian. Um, so it's uh, it's kind of like how Matthew complains that he hates to see Danny Ketch's powers on Johnny Blaze. It's like, well, now Johnny Blaze has Danny Ketch's powers because that's Ghost Rider now. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, what else about the special effects did you like or didn't like? 
Uh, back to the eye thing, when they turned his eyes white, I thought that was actually really cool with the whole, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whenever he's oh, got yeah, his mask on. Yeah, in, the yeah, comics, in the comics, it's, it's just a white, solid yeah. white. Mm-hmm. And that, that one was just kind of a really cool, you know, well, that's interesting choice, sort of. Mm-hmm. They didn't have yeah. to, sure. Yeah. That's a thing. Did you think the, um, well, we knew the uh, the sidekick kid, the scientist guy, mm-hmm. uh, yes. he knew right away mm-hmm. that was Hal when Hal comes right. to, to save the senator at the helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think it was too easy for Carol to figure it out? Or no. too easy for no, Hector no. Hammond it, to it, figure it, made, it out? It made total sense yeah. both times they agree. did. Yeah, yeah. especially okay. with Hector Hammond. I mean, they set up that oh, by touch, he can figure out everyone's right. memories. He touches Hal and, oh, it's Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because Hal Jordan is so egotistical, he remembers himself in the third person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a... What, um, so what were some of the, the negatives that you guys had about the movies? I mean, Brian hated all of it, obviously. <laughs> Not so much. No, I, I just didn't... I'd say it'd be like a solid C effort, in okay. my opinion. All right, an average uh, movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, like, yeah, that's largely how I feel. I, I don't know. Like, the Hector Hammond stuff, just... I don't know. I thought that was with that and Parallax in general. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there that I thought I, they, they like, I, I didn't. I didn't see a reason why. Like it. It made very little sense to me why Abin Sur trapped Parallax mm-hmm. all by himself. The Guardians mm-hmm. knew about it. So I was like, how old are the Guardians? How How old is Abin Sur? Because clearly, if he was a threat, you'd think other Green Lanterns would know about Parallax. Yeah, because it's. You know, yeah, I'm we don't sure know he's the. He's yeah. the kind of felt like all the other Green Lanterns knew about Parallax. They just didn't. Uh, know they, just, they didn't. Though. They just didn't know his origin because that's why uh, Sinestro went to mm-hmm. the Lanterns and was like, "What? Are, what about Parallax? Are you not telling us?" Yeah, and yeah, from what I, from how they presented it, I just kind of felt like they made it so Abin Sur's race is a very long-lived race, right? 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 And Abin Sur was, you know, probably Around. millennia yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So not explicitly said though. Not explicitly said, but with the way it was set up and how none of the other lanterns, like the other lanterns, knew the parallax existed, but mm-hmm. no one knew the parallax origin story based on the right. movie or anything, and that Abin Sur well, had captured him. How did you guys think they handled this idea of uh, the color yellow and fear, where there's actually the fear battery is buried somewhere on Oa, I guess, or it's buried, or it's it's, it's somewhere, somewhere where yeah. they have really easy access to it. Yeah, yeah. And that that is always there as opposed to, you know, the just as, you know, you need something for a Green Lantern to not be able to do in the Silver Age, so, well, let's make it yellow, right? Right, right. And then we need to introduce a villain. Ah, let's make it Sinestro. And then years later, it's like, well, there's actually a bit of fear in all of the Green Lanterns, and that's why they were always, um, you know, Parallax was embedded into the battery, and Mm -hmm. so therefore Mm -hmm. the the rings wouldn't affect um, the color yellow, Mm -hmm. you know, in the comic books. How did you think they, they handled the the yellow parallax. I mean, they didn't really say anything about, you know, he couldn't do anything against mm-hmm. the color right, yellow. Right. Yeah, right. They, yeah, there's no... no, no, no. But it's I, at no point is, the, is, does, is he weak against the color yellow or wood. Which right. is probably right. a good thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Blake Lively. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was probably a good idea that they took that away. Because uh, in the comics currently, they don't have any of the problems with the right, weaknesses. Right, right, right. And... Having yeah, those story, ridiculous yes. weaknesses like that for a modern audience would just be kind of a uh, why yeah. moment. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I really felt they did do that pretty good. 
It, I mean, yeah, they mm-hmm. presented up as more or less the evil color or whatever. And right. <laughs> I think my biggest problem with the movie was really the uh, fact that it was Parallax as the villain, which I'm not a big uh-huh. fan yeah. of. But I like how they explained it, and I like how they did it as opposed yeah. to just this entity since the beginning of time serpent dragon thing. Right. Um, uh, I wasn't really thrilled with the, the heads just being pasted on in the digital and scenes. I don't feel that Parallax really needed a face as well. Yeah, right. really kind of. Well, but the the origin story gave him a phase, as I think, which yeah. is interesting because they took basically the Black Lantern Corps origin mm-hmm. story and stuck it to the Yellow Lantern Corps yeah. mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. What did you, you guys think of the Owens, the the blue guys, <laughs> the Guardians, Very the Guardians in a kind of alien way? I, with I their thought they really looked. Yeah, yeah. Head, the, yeah, yeah but they, I, they did have weird. the transparent head. It was weird, but I liked it, it was, because. Added a touch of alienness to it. Yeah, and, and it made them look less like gnomes, yes. which I think is important. Yeah. 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 Like, double nostril thing, too, going. Another thing I did really like until the Skeletor at the end was Sinestro in this, that throughout the whole movie, there's, like, no real hint of him being a bad guy or... Well, you know, an and, and even force. in the comic books, and when you look at Sinestro, he is this character that just believes there's only, you know, the Green Lanterns should be... On top of things. Well, they should be on not only on top of things, but mm-hmm. they should be respected and revered, and they should be treated as yeah. kings and gods and whatever. And so on his planet, which I forget what the planet is. Korgar. And, okay. Um, <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> you know, as if that joke he, hasn't gotten he basically, old this he basically <laughs> ruled over that planet with an iron fist, and people mm-hmm. were afraid of him, and he feared him. So it became very natural for him to use fear as a tactic to control. And in this movie, it just became the only way to fight fear is with fear. You know. Uh, and so his idea that, was... That was his uh, his yeah. pitch to the Guardians. Right, so if yes. fear is so powerful and, and our green will can't defeat fear, then we have to create this yellow ring, mm-hmm. and that's the only way to do it. There, I don't think there was ever in his mind any, um, I'm going to have all this yellow power, and I will become all-powerful. I mm-hmm. think he was and you know, logically looking for a solution. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Until yeah. the Skeletor right. at the and end, then, but, so, but okay, so pretty much set him up. And as again, the, the Skeletor villain. at the end, and I was a little disappointed about that because both uh, um, Alex and, and and Brian or um, Rodrigo were. So, is there going to be a surprise ending at the end? I was like, wow, if they really do something at the end of the credits, that's really pulling a Marvel, which Marvel has mm-hmm. really been yeah. doing that for a long time. And man, what a what a way to say, hey, you know what? Our competition in the comics has done a really good job of this. Why don't we just rip it off as well? Now. That being said... That's what they do anyway. I know, that's yeah. what they do anyway, yeah. but that being said, I like that they didn't wait until the very, very end of the credits. Yeah. And the idea of this mm-hmm. piece is really to keep people around to see the credits, because really we should be sitting there and looking at everybody who put their energy into this. Ooh, look at that best boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the end reveal is the yep. yellow ring is locked up, mm-hmm. but Sinestro comes in, takes the ring, and becomes... Sinestro. Yellow Sinestro, right? <laughs> right. Um, but if you think about the way this worked in the story, Hal Jordan realizes that Parallax is coming, that the Owens are just going to let Parallax eat the Earth, and he goes and, and pleads with the with the Guardians and pleads with the Lanterns to say, help me save Earth. And they're like, no. Nah. It's nothing. Bah, nah. Humans. Nah. Meh. Meh. And he's that like, entire scene and then just... he says, I'm going to do it myself. And they're like, no, he can't do it. Even Sinestro doesn't believe he can do it because he yeah. doesn't think humans are good enough. So when Hal Jordan does defeat Parallax, now and he's just Sinestro has been Sinestro has been convinced. Corrected. No, not convinced. He's been Moved? he he was the head of all the lanterns, and now yeah. here's this Disposed this human. Man. 
No, I don't think he was deposed as the as the top lantern. I just think that now he's been disgraced. Mm-hmm. You know, he's lost face in front of the the guardians and I the rest of the Green I don't Lanterns. think I don't think and the I movie think plays was, the movie no, doesn't see, play that at all. That's how I, I felt that that was built. his motivation to go get the the, the yellow. Maybe the yellow I, 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 I think, think, think that was you reading it to yeah. the second well, movie. That, yeah, maybe, and but not show. Oh, he's going to be the bad guy because I thought they did a really good job of setting him up as a sympathetic character. Right, so far. right. Because because he know, turns I mean, around like he never says, "Grr, Hal Jordan, you no, no, have no, proven me wrong." He no, goes no. like, "You know what? You're just like Abin Sur, who was right, right, who right. we have previously established was totally rad." Right, yes. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But with Abin Sur out of the way now, Sinestro was totally rad. Yeah, yeah. but he never says that. Exactly. Well, you never you never see it in the movie. I, mean, I never you're, sit you're, there, I never sit I, I there feel... and go, hmm, Rodrigo, you have bested me in another game of Dungeons and Dragons, therefore I shall become evil. You right, do or so you don't? I don't do that. Yeah, well, you're already evil. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't blame this on me. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's my read into it. Why, mm-hmm. you know, what would motivate him to uh, take the ring and, and become fear? Uh, he I, was yeah. all be- behind the fear idea. Jordan bested him. What better way to? But that is you I, reading all that me. into that's me. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they, they may have, they have done it better. Just you know, show him like walking by, looking over. It glint, you know, yeah. glows yeah, at him, like, and he kind of like gives a second look, and then walks on. Maybe you know, yeah. I think that one would have actually been a better Skeletor. Just yeah. the hint, exactly. At it, as opposed to the. Let's yes. go ahead and show the costume. I'm glad he, they did the uh, the current version of the Sinestro costume. As opposed yeah. to the Jester <laughs> Sinestro. As opposed to the Jester Sinestro. I do the like that, The purple and black Jester Sinestro. And I think that largely that is my problem with the movie, is that it's not subtle, if anything. It's right, you know, right. very... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just... Uh, if you want a you know, big, flashy, punch people in the face action movie, hey, this is a great one. Yep. Um, uh, what do you guys think yeah. of... Uh, of um, Tomar Ray and, and Kilowog. Tomar Ray was cool. Kilowog was... He was a okay. brief. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the train... All the sequences on Oa just felt... Yeah. Rushed. Rushed. Yeah, very That's, rushed. Yeah. Even the ones with Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, almost all the sequences on Oa felt rushed. Uh, except for the one where Hal... It asks actually, the Guardians for, uh, mm-hmm. Help. Right. That one felt... Completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, okay, help yeah. me take over, help me take Earth. Fine, then let me take Earth. Or let me defend Earth. And then we're like, going to let you defend Earth. Yeah, anyways. exactly. It's like, yeah. you quit and we let you keep the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, any other thoughts before we get to a bottom line here? Um, I really, like, I don't know. This movie was everything I expected it to be, just kind of. Bubblegum yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. summer fair with a superhero. I think people. Uh, uh, I, I think in the end, what got what's getting these two very uh, polarized reactions is from people who don't know what the Green Lantern story is. Mm-hmm. So they're going in and saying, "This blew my mind. Right, I right, never right. thought about an intergalactic space police." Right, right, right. right. <laughs> or, well, this wasn't Batman at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think that's what I, I really think. There's the people that are the really hating on it are the this is not Batman. And I and I think that's why for the spoilerites, you see them somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah, I liked it. You know, no, nah, I didn't. I really didn't. Kind of, kind of didn't like it. But since we're all familiar with Green Lantern, right. we're all like, but you know, this is the Hal Jordan story. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, bottom line for everybody, instead of doing uh, slices of meatloaf or thumbs up, thumbs down, we're going to give it a grade rating. We're at the uh, finals week for some people all across the nation. Some <laughs> mm-hmm. people are done. Let's give it a scale of uh, that you might find in school. Let's start uh, alphabetically with Alex. I liked it. <laughs> 
Uh, oh wait, I'm not a Rodriguez. So give us, <laughs> uh, give um, us, give us some final thoughts and a uh, and a grade rating. Um, I would say the the CGI actually I liked it for the most part, except when it came to the matchup with a face. It kind of got problematic. Um, I like the story. Um, the characters that were actually developed were pretty good. Um, I'll give it at least a high B. Maybe a low A. Okay. Uh, that would put Brian next. Yeah, like I say, it's it, it's very serviceful in what it does, but I really don't feel it does too much beyond that. I, I would say a solid C effort. Okay. And Rob? Uh, it's a good Green Lantern movie. Uh, going in as being really caught up in the Green Lantern stuff for the last couple of years... Uh, it didn't quite meet what I wanted from it mm-hmm. uh, in terms of certain character development, but it was still a really good movie. I enjoyed it. I'd say a good B. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Well, Rodrigo, go ahead, since you're next alphabetically. Um, oh, we're doing it alphabetically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense then. Um, by first name? Yes, apparently. by first name. Oh, okay. Yes, all right. Yes. All right. Just Since like, not everybody knows just, last names Just here, like so. in school. Just like in school. Because there's too many R's. So. I was amazed you were able to do yeah, Robin I, Rodrigo that fast. I know, boy. I, I actually had <laughs> to study probably thinking it. Ahead from said, uh, didn't you see me doing my fingers? Oh, A, B, D. Okay. Anyway, if we're... If we're going with the with the school analogy, I'd say that this student definitely did his homework, mm. but in the end, the presentation was just kind of so-so. So I will give it a B. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I really think, um, you know, we had an interesting discussion with somebody either yesterday or today at one of the events, <laughs> and um, basically they get their, their hopes up too much mm, when going yeah. in. And I said to somebody... If you go into a movie with no expectations of it being either good or bad, right. you're only going to be pleased in the end. Mm-hmm. And I went in... That's, just, not, that's not always true. No, it's not always true. Um, but I went in with just this, this is probably not going to be good, but I'm going to go in with an open mind and just let it be what it is. And I tell you, within 10 minutes of that movie... I was. I'm liking this. Yeah, I am really liking this. Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking as this was going, I was like, you know, Hal Jordan, not my favorite Lantern. You know, mm-hmm. the the, yeah. the whole parallax thing, not my favorite villain for Green Lantern. Right. But as I was going, I was like, this this is hitting all the points, right, all right. the points that it needs to hit. It's hitting. I'm I'm in. I'm yeah, fine and with I it. I really think people should go give it a t- chance. Don't let don't let other people always tell you. Right. Tell unless you unless, mind, it's, unless us. it's us. Yes. I'm saying go see the movie for yourself. And decide if you like it, but I'm going to go with a high B, low A. So B plus, A minus, probably more towards the B plus, uh, only because of the CGI execution and some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And that, that was really just, at times, it, it pulled me out of the movie. Right. But everything else, I liked it. I really enjoyed the story. I really loved the execution. As Rodrigo said, it hit all the points. And uh, I was ready to stand up and applaud at the end. You didn't no, suck. No. It didn't <laughs> suck. <clears throat> and we would have walked out pretending like we don't know him. <laughs> ah, but I was at the end of the aisle. Wow. And, and we're all wearing the same shirt. <laughs> yes. He's wearing a sweater. No. <laughs> I would have run. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode of the Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you, Rob and D&D Brian and Alex, for sitting in on this uh, weekend show. You guys are probably going to hear this on whenever I get back from the flight because uh, <laughs> some of us have to leave early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Others are driving back, so please have a safe trip. And if you were able to go to Nerdtacular 2011, we really enjoyed uh, being there, and we hope that you did too, and we hope that uh, 
we had a chance to talk with you, even if it was for just a few minutes. And we will, um, I don't know, I want to go back next year. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Totally oh, yeah. back in. Totally flying next year. All right, uh-huh. we will be back on... Uh, I'm going to walk. We will be back on our regular schedule yeah. on Wednesday, and we will be talking about Stan Lee's The Traveler, Volume 1 from Boom Studios, written by Mark Wade and somebody else who I forgot <laughs> off the top of my mind. Why Stan are we Lee. doing that? Yeah, yeah, I think he had a, a hand in it. Why are we reviewing Stan Lee's The Traveler? Because he's telling us to. No, because we know that you love comics, and we do too, and here's hoping all your dice rolls are critical hits. Excelsior! <laughs> If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat Dick's revision of Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page Would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew They kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Think about a better way If I was hulking green or gray I could just bust through that brick wall Take their comic books away But then the little meat would deal With all the tanks and bombs and guns Have you ever tried to read a series With all that going on Guess I need to rethink this plan How would I back and board my comics With such huge hands Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Start raving rich like a man of iron Might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the hard cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun Be in the Middle East With a king sign throwing soldier What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah what a major spoiler, wow, 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 what a major spoiler. Major Spoilers is copyright 2011.